Crofts at the NEC in Birmingham. It is busy, busy, busy. There are thousands of people coming through the doors to the world's largest dog show. And I'm delighted that joining me in the studio is Amber Henshaw, who's come up to Crofts from Wiltshire with a very energetic pointer that's currently trying to sit on her lap in front of me. Uh, Amber, great to, to see you here. Thanks for coming in to see us. Um, you've been coming to Crufts since you were, I'm not going to tell everybody how old you are, but since you were two years old. That's correct. Which is which is a few years, isn't it? Um, but not, as I say, we're not going to tell, tell people how much. Um, do you remember the, can you, how old were you therefore when you, you remember your first time at Crufts? So I first started showing at Crufts when I was six. Wow. And so that's probably the, the earliest memories I've got from being on this famous green carpet, um, dressed up like, you know, someone who uh, is is going out on the, on the tiles you know very smart and you know looking their best to show their dog off to its best as well so yeah <laughs> the, the bumping in as you were speaking to me there is this George or is this George it is yeah he wants to get in on the act here doesn't he which is fabulous they're very inquisitive dog pointers aren't they quite they are. but obviously so uh, and this wasn't with pointers this was with Pekingese is that right yes it was okay. Pekingese different dogs Pekingese and pointers even even I know and a lot of people who don't know much about dogs will will be able to recognize the difference yes um, <laughs> certainly so um, and Pekingese people underestimate Pekingese they are a character in their own right um, and obviously there's been a lot of controversy around the Pekingese breed um, I can safely say that they are a fit and happy dog um, and I've grown up with them and, and they are a, a, a lovely companion to be a part with so you know but yeah pointers are definitely better it's, <laughs> it's a different principle showing a Pekingese and a pointer in the ring for the very obvious reason that anybody who has watched Crufts on the television will realise that going around a large ring like the best in show ring with a Pekingese takes a whole lot longer than it does with a pointer it does yes <laughs> the, the Pekingese are meant to move with a dignified role whereas a pointer is meant to move the drive uh, so completely different I always sense that a pointer is taking you round the ring rather than the other way around. That's definitely the case with George. <laughs> How much of a change have you seen in dog showing and particularly crufts over the years that you've been coming? It's certainly become more commercialised, which is a shame because for, for diehard dog people like myself, you know, we don't do it for the commercialised stuff. We do it for the dog showing. You know, it takes a lot of time and effort to get here. Uh, you have to qualify and that in itself is a challenge. You know, you have to spend copious amounts of money, copious amounts of time going around the country just to get that elusive qualification. Um, I'm quite fortunate. Um, George has a stud book number, which means he's got a lifetime qualification for Crufts. So the pressure is off in that respect. Um, but like I've alluded to before, you know, Crufts and dog showing in general is a part of my life. So, you know, I would still go to the show, even though I don't have to make the effort if that yeah. makes sense and just picking up on that i think you you've said that dog showing is your safe space isn't it and it, it is a family i mean you you travel many thousands of miles around the country showing dogs you meet the same people it is a family but it was it was particularly relevant to you during your time at school yes yeah, so i had a very challenging childhood i was born at 24 weeks which by default made me different um, and conventional education didn't suit me very well. Um, I was always labelled as that disruptive child. Actually, ironically now, I'm a teacher. <laughs> um, and I teach the military, so, you know, go figure. Um, but it is, yeah, dog showing was, was my safe space. You know, I, I had the opportunity to come and be myself. You know, 
it didn't matter what I looked like, it didn't matter that I was a bit um, discoordinated, you know, I could come, I could have some fun, I could meet like-minded individuals, and also I could grow, um, and a lot of my, well, pretty much all of my life skills, I have down to the fact that I've been around the same people, you know, for the best part of my life, um, and we share that common affinity that, you know, we just love doing what we do with our dogs. Um, and taking that one step further in so much as I've now got a gun dog and you know I can actually get out and see him do what he does um, which is an absolute delight to see you know have a dog that's fit for function that can do all of the things that it was bred to do and also have the social side you know I, I used the phrase the dog showing is, is our social, it's my social, um, and the working is, is his social. So, you know, that's, that's how it goes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we have an area here at Crafts um, called Discover Dogs, which you'll be very familiar with, where every breed that the Kennel Club recognises can, can be played with, patted. You can speak to the owners and ask about having an informed decision about choosing a breed, can't you? Um, how important is it, Amber, with your experience of knowing dogs and different types of breeds and different requirements, how important is it to be informed when people make a choice about choosing and buying a puppy, for example? It, it's, it underpins everything, you know, education, education, education. Um, and, you know, dogs are, at the end of the day, they're living beings and each dog has different characters, different temperaments, you know, I've got two English pointers at home and they're, they're chalk and cheese. They've both got individual characters and, you know, each of those individual characters need different things. You know, I can tell when George needs to go out for a proper run because he becomes a bit like a stroppy teenager. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Freddie, my other one, he's lazy. So, you know, they've got individual needs. Um, but certainly, you know, dogs at the end of the day you know you need to have an understanding of what you're letting yourself in for because it's a lifetime commitment it's not just a five minute fad it's not just a Christmas present you know it's a lifetime being you know dogs can live for for 12 13 14 you know 20 odd years and you know they need that time and commitment you mentioned that uh, you now teach which is um, an interesting journey from uh, your story uh, of your time at school and you, you teach within a military context. Dogs need discipline. The military is based around discipline. Am, am I seeing a pattern here? <laughs> I do like control. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what next for you with the dogs? You've had a, a great journey already from Pekingese to Pointers, which uh, sounds like a, a good title for a book, doesn't it? Um, what next? So... As I said, you know, having grown up around dogs and, and dog shows, you know, I've spent a vast amount of my life sitting and watching the judges and, and you know, watching ringside. So I do judge, um, and I remember it was my f um, an honour and a privilege to award challenge certificates for the first time uh, back in 2019 um, in my um, Chihuahuas, which is my other breed um, that I started in. Um, and that to me, it, it kind of mark is a quality mark. You know, you've done your time, you've done your apprenticeship, and you know, you've been bestowed the, the privilege to award challenge certificates, which you know any judge worth their salt would 
appreciate and respect just how difficult that is to do um, and it doesn't just take five minutes by doing an exam it takes years to develop an eye and an understanding of the standards because each breed has its own specific standard that you need to really understand um, you know the pointer for example there's a reason why we have a beasting tail there's a reason why we have a nice selection of gentle curves you know the power is all in the behind, the suspension is all in the front and that's integral for when they're moving and when they're, they're covering ground with pace, you know, and again, same with the head, you know, they've got a nice dish, you know, that's important for when they're doing their work on the, on the grouse moors and people forget that, you know, and at the end of the day, it's a dual purpose dog but it's one profile. It makes you appreciate those judges who judge a large number of breeds and the skill and experience they have to remember the breed standard for every single breed that they judge. Yes, uh, that's an interesting, interesting way of putting things. I mean, certainly I've seen it throughout my time. You know, show people will appreciate a judge that knows the breed. Um, and for me, my opinion is that, you know, when you come to somewhere like Crufts, the, the pinnacle of dog showing you know you should have breed specialists judging their breed because it's not just a five minute thing you know it's taken years to develop an eye and understand the uniquenesses of every single breed yeah, absolutely Amber fascinating story uh, lovely to meet you thank, thank you very you. much for coming uh, in to see us and enjoy the rest of Crufts thank you very much